0: Ferrera at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of J.T. Marcinkowski. Sebas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 to two, Houston Dynamo. Welcome back to another 15 Minutes with Finn. It's a little late, I know. Had a busy weekend. Wasn't really able to record. A lot of stuff happened, but you'll find out about that on the full episode. I haven't heard from Joey. If you guys have seen Joey, let me know because I don't know where he's at. I hope he's okay. I haven't put out a police bulletin yet, but we're getting there. All right, so defending our four-match unbeaten streak at home and a four-consecutive shutout streak, the Dynamo welcomed Real Salt Lake. Attendance was paltry. Uh, Congratulations to the winner of the tickets. I hope you enjoyed the game. Attendance wasn't very good, man. Uh, I know RSL aren't really a big draw, but we're playing pretty well. So it's kind of weird we didn't have this many people there. Lineup-wise, I was hoping we would see Federa up top. We did not. We got Corey Baird, and I know how happy some of you are. But Corey Baird uh, was one of the best players in the game. So anyway, lineup you had Bossi Baird Franco. No big no big surprises. No surprises at all. Minus teenage Hedebe's injury. I don't know exactly what has happened, but it appears like he's out for quite some time. Which, in my opinion, means that Mikhail or Sviachenko is going to take that left center back spot. And then Bartlow's going to stay at the right. I don't Mikhail outperformed Bartlow. So who knows? Mikhail might he might keep it. Um yeah, no surprise in the lineup. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again for everybody that's like Ivan Franco over Baird. Not right now. Right now, Baird is better. But Franco could be better. Right. And guys that could be better, they integrate into the squad the way Brooklyn Reigns is doing, the way Ken Jonas has been doing, you know, the way Caicedo has been doing. Right now, Baird's better. Uh, and Sebus is also better than Franco. So the argument should be Sebas and Baird. My kid during the game goes, Dad. Number seven can't pass. He goes, who is that? I said, that's Ivan Franco. He goes, oh. Then he goes, dad, the Dynamo have no chemistry attacking, and they aren't marking their men in the midfield. I was like, man, I'm pretty sure we're marking in the midfield. We have one of the stingiest defenses in the league. But you're right about the final third. There's no chemistry. And Ben knows it. The announcers know it. Everybody knows it. But guys, it's going to come. It is going to come. So don't fret. Don't. Don't trip. Don't lose your fucking mind. So we are the third team in history with four clean sheets to start a year at home. I would imagine right now we're, we're one of one or only two teams to have five consecutive clean sheets at home. And when it comes to defense, Ben Olsen's cock is massive. Like, it's it it's just – it's so nice. Defensively, we're so good. And like I said, the offensive stuff's going to be coming. Now, let's see. In the first half, I did see one thing. Jackasson their uh, their second striker he should have received the yellow for what looked like a uh, a foul early in the first half. And guys, the the assault on Steve Clark by Jack Assen, he should be charged with assault. You don't you don't beat up on the elderly. Steve's like almost almost able to collect social security. He's also, by the way, I think the best goalkeeper <laughs> in the league right now. So Fountain of Youth, where are you at? I've I'm to the point watching Ivan Franco where I'm like he's Nelson 2.0 he runs down the field he's very one-footed eventually he crosses the ball into opponent or they dispossess him I think he has potential but I don't think it's his spot yet Corey Baird on the wing is much better that's why he doesn't come off he's better and every team we've interviewed likes Baird god I've, I've I've talked a lot about Baird but you know what so did the announcers the announcers talked about Baird a lot He's got five assists in twelve games. I think they said. When you can, when you uh, count his goal, his set, piece, his ability to get a set piece or create a penalty, five goal assists or five assists in twelve games. You know, don't hate on him. Support the guys. They are going to have a bad game, but you don't got to like badmouth them and be terrible to them. Steve Clark, uh, man of the match, 100 percent team of the week. He kept us in the game. He made he made saves that guys in the prem weren't making this last weekend. He had a very good half once again. He's been – I mean, is is he now our best player? Is Steve Clark is, – is his performances, are his performances as important and equally as important as Hector Herrera's? Because Clark's been on fire. It's been so good, and it's it's so good to see because we had years of Marco Marich, who – he was a klutz, right? But Steve – he had a couple runs of poor form, but man, overall he's been a very solid pickup. So we know Pat Onstead knows what to do with goalies. Uh, it seemed like the refs' yellow cards were stuck to their pockets in the first half. There wasn't there were some fouls that were drawn that it looked like, man, that should be a yellow. That was a he was clearly stopping forward progress. He was he was smart foul, cunty foul, whatever you want to call him. The cards didn't come out, not to 45 minutes in, you know. And it was on Justin Glad. But before then, there, there there were opportunities to bring the cards out. They didn't. Now, second half, uh, Franco Escobar, dude, I think he's my favorite player now. I love the machismo. I love his shithousery. Being a Spurs fan, he reminds me of Christian Romero. And I love guys that play like that. I love guys that are dicks. I love guys that are aggressive and physical and they don't back down. And that's Franco Escobar. And that yellow card, that was well worth it, wasn't it? It's well worth it. He's – dude, he's having a good season. These guys that we picked up on the free, they're really performing. And we picked up some quality guys on free transfers. Escobar is a good player. Brad Smith is a good player. You know, we picked up some, some quality people. It's it's very exciting, right? A very exciting time. I believe Daniel Ster- – maybe we picked Starris up off of free. I don't know. He was a good signing too. Anyway, uh, it looks like Corey Baird is getting more comfortable at the nine. I wrote that down, but he's he's certainly more comfortable on the wing. Last our uh, Saturday night against RSL, he did look more comfortable finally. He looked like he, he was, you know, more equipped to handle it in a goal scoring capability. Yeah, he hit the post. But I mean, if we got mad at players that didn't score off the of shots that they took, we'd all hate Coco because Karaski has put the ball into the upper deck a couple times. Uh, he hit the post, had a, good, a couple of good opportunities. But yeah, he looks like he's starting to settle in. And we are finding that chemistry up top. It is happening. It's just not happening as quickly as we would all like. But that's to be, that's to be seen. We know that Olsen's a pragmatic coach. And we know that he coaches defense and shape and structure. And I would imagine he's going to have to have an assistant who's offensive-minded to get those, I don't know, four to five players that we run down there to get them a, a system, you know, some set – Set, set passing routes, some set patterns of play that work. Because right now it's just, I don't know, it's getting better though, always being happy. So stats wise, uh, we had higher XG, we had more shots, we had uh, better passing, less fouls, two offsides, and less corners. And now uh, it was a game where we, we dominated possession. Uh, we had, we created a good amount of shots. We had two big chances, we missed both. Um, and our passing, again, was good. It's the first game in a while we've really crushed another team in possession. And this was this was a game we should have won. This was a game that all signs pointed to us winning because of the injuries to RSL, the suspensions to RSL. Uh, they've been in good form, but they were missing you know a lot of their players. So this was definitely a game we should have won. So it kind of feels like a loss. But at the same time, we are still defending home, and we're we're good on home turf. And we have uh, who is it? Sporting KC this Wednesday. God, they're bad. Watch us lose. They're so bad. Watch us go out there and just lay an egg. You know. But I think Olson's going to take it pretty seriously. We got Sporting KC tomorrow, and then we got the Sounders on Saturday, 7:30. <sighs> Dude, you got to take the Seattle match a little more seriously. You got a five-game unbeaten streak at home. You got a five consecutive. Uh, clean sheet streak at home I think Sporting KC you rest the big guns and you bring them off the bench and then for Sounders you, you throw everything we can at them because they're good and if we can beat them or draw with them at home I think that's a real statement if we can beat them at home that's a real statement if we can draw with them at home that's what we're supposed to do you know when the best teams in the country come in and you're not to where you want to be yet like we are a draw at home is fine you watch these teams in the Premier League that fight relegation. They literally play for draws. And I don't think you should ever play for a draw unless you're facing a thing like relegation, which we're not in MLS because we're American and we do it differently here. But if you're not facing relegation, you can you can take games off. And I don't mean that in like the physical sense. I mean that in the lineup sense. You can rest men. You can give them breaks. You can try new things. You can give guys a shot at, at a new positions, or new new formations, new set pieces, things like that. Uh, I would really like to know exactly what happened to Teenage Debe. I would, because I haven't really had time to go look, but it looks pretty freaking serious. Sucks! But yeah, I, I think coming up versus uh, Sporting KC, that's got to be a win. We have to put a good showing up. And like Ben said, there's only so many trophies you can win. And the Open Cup does qualify you for a uh, for Champions League, so it should be taken seriously, you know. Right now we sit in sixth place. That's right. Four wins, two draws, and three losses. Is that right? I think so. And uh, we're, we're having a good year. We're slowly, slowly having a good year, you know. We are still one point behind Dallas, but we have a game in hand. And like Joey says, I'd rather have points on the board than games in hand. We have the ability – this is crazy – if, if, we win, if we played 11 games and we'd won both of them, we'd be tied for first. So where's my Ben Olsen haters at? It's right, We have Seattle's played 11 matches, they got 20 points, we've played nine and have 14. If we win the next two matches and nobody else played, we would be tied for first. I would imagine the goal differential, Seattle would still be in first because our goal differential is quite low. Our goal scoring is not great. But our goal differential isn't great either. However, that's a testament to this uh, philosophy, being able to preserve games, being able to hold on to leads, being able to do what we couldn't do in the past, which was see out games, see out matches even when it's ugly. You know, And, and this, this match Saturday night, like I said, this was an opportunity to really pour some points on there. And it's a missed opportunity. But at the same time, we didn't screw up. We didn't blow it. We didn't win. But we didn't blow it either. We also haven't beaten them in quite some time. I think Mastroani did a good job. I think Ben did a good job. If you look at, go back and look. Start looking back at the different, uh, the different games. And look at our first half XG performances versus our second half XG performances. And you're going to see that the second half is always, usually, I haven't looked at all of them. But the second half, we tend to play better. And that's not always been the case. That's actually a complete reversal from where we've been. In the past, in the second half, we would blow matches. We would screw games up. Now we're seeing them out. And we're making smart, smart substitutions and all that. So I like what I'm seeing. I think Ben Olsen's doing a great job. And I think that honestly he he's the I think he's the right man for this. I do. I think with his ability to protect the ball and his ability to make more with less, like he did in D.C., but now having an owner that's going to get him the parts and the pieces that he needs, oh shit, didn't have my ringer off, getting him the parts and the pieces he needs, um, he can do a lot more, and I think it's very exciting to, to want to see, I do. Overall in the league, we're 13th, the East is kicking the shit out of the West right now, Sounders and New England and Cincinnati both have 24 points both teams we lost to on the road so we have we've lost to the first place team the second place team and the eighth place team does that mean we're good like we've only been beat by teams that are top 10 in the league and we've only lost on the road so does that mean we're good are we good like are we are we good are we a good team yet are we good yet I think we are guys I think right now that we're kind of good, and it feels nice to be able to say, you know, we even dominated possession in both halves, ours and theirs. Long ball's better, cross is better, it's crazy. Ground duels one more, aerial duels one more. We, we are playing solid football, and it's wonderful, because we've seen poor football for so long. Guys, make sure you like, share, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, it's kind of important. The ratings are going up. It's nice. It's lovely to see. To all the people still finding the show, there's a lot of y'all. Thank you. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to see these analytics that we're seeing because we've – it's doubled, tripled, the listenership this season. And uh, it's very exciting. Uh, Not as exciting as what Houston are doing. But I, I think that with the downturn with the Rockets and the Texans, we have a chance to maybe bring in a few people that aren't used to soccer, get them into the sport, make fans out of them him an exciting time because we did. We in the past we've tend to screw that up. Like when we have sellouts, we would we would lose, or we'd play poor. But different regime, ma'am. Different FO. I'm really excited. Couldn't be any. Up, oh, boys and girls. Time is up. He's got Ferrera at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferrera to get his second. Yes, he does! Goes in off the hands of J.T. Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Big shout-out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's familiar with failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.